It's time to sit back, relax, and listen to Conversations with Joan. Conversations with Joan will inspire, motivate, and empower you. Live your best life now. Listen, learn, think, and decide. And now, here's your host, Joan Herman. Welcome to Change Your Attitude, Change Your Life's Conversations with Joan. I'm Joan Herman. Thanks for tuning in. Conversations with Joan focuses on topics that are important to your life, from health and wellness to professional development to personal well-being. Change makers join me to share their insights, tips, and strategies so you can thrive and live your best life now. Thank you for taking time for yourself, and thank you for letting us be a part of your life. Now, let's start talking. Many of us have a fantasy of what a relationship is supposed to be. We have expectations for an ideal union. But according to today's guest, Dr. Carla Marie Manley, dating isn't about being perfect or catching the perfect partner. It's all about creating compassionate self-awareness and stronger self-esteem. She contends that self-discovery is key to a healthy relationship. Dr. Manley is a clinical psychologist and wellness expert who specializes in the treatment of anxiety, depression, trauma, and relationship issues. She is the author of the new book, Date Smart, Transform Your Relationships and Love Fearlessly. Welcome, Dr. Manley. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. It's such a pleasure to be here. So, Dr. Manley, people want to find and experience love. We want to be in the right relationship with the right person. But for some of us, no matter how hard we try, we just can't seem to make that happen. What do you believe are the biggest mistakes that people make when dating? Such a good question and cuts right to the heart of things, Joan. I believe that when we're dating, the biggest mistake we make is not knowing what we want from our relationship and what we have to offer in a relationship. That twofold lack of awareness, and I really believe they have to be there together knowing what you want from yourself, what you have to give, and knowing what you want from another person. So if you start from that platform of self-awareness, self-awareness about what your needs are and what you bring, and being really honest with yourself about that, and then moving out into the dating world with that sense of this is who I am, this is what I have to offer, I am a good person, and then being able to say to other people, please tell me about you and what you have to offer me or, you know, somebody you are dating, and then looking for that match. And so often we go out into the dating world, and because of our wounds and our hurts and our hopes for romance, we take whatever comes our way. Going along with what you said, a lot of people that I know that are out there dating, they don't really think about what they want. They're so busy trying to please this other person and win this other person over that I'm not sure they're even building something that's on solid footing. Absolutely. And I think so much of that comes from self-esteem issues where people do not do the work to know their value and also to make friends with their imperfections. And so for many people, they go out and they're either in very people-pleasing mode and they will do anything to feel liked and valued, which is really understandable because we all want and need to feel loved. 
And then we have, you know, another segment of people who will, mm, the charlatans of the dating world, where they will say and do anything in order to get somebody into their sphere. And so that realm, the manipulators, um, they tend to make dating much more complicated because they have their own set of wounds. And that's where a lot of the dating behaviors that are unhealthy come from when you get these two groups intermixing and you have somebody who's wounded saying, you know, I love me, uh, please love me, please love me. And then somebody else who's coming in who's wounded in a different way and takes advantage of people um, or somebody who's simply, you know, another segment of people who are simply not self-aware. And they go out into the world in very trusting ways and don't realize that there are all of these people who are not, their emotional intelligence isn't very high, so to speak. Mm -hmm. And so I think we don't expect the dating world to be that complicated, but it is. Well, you're right. Everything does begin with the way you see yourself. And it wasn't until I was in middle age that I realized in my own life, because I was lacking in self-esteem that I spent so much of my time in romantic and even friendship relationships, always feeling like I needed to do something for the other person so they would love me. And it took me a lot of years to realize that pattern of the way I was showing up in relationships. Absolutely. And that's such the heart of my work and, and a big piece of date smart is really normalizing that we all, or, or the vast majority of us, want to be loved. We want to be loved. We want to be safe. It's hardwired into us from, you know, from before we were born. And so it's important not to be unkind to yourself or beat up on yourself for wanting that. Instead, capitalize on that need, capitalize on that urge, and first turn it inward. And again, I really work on help give people this information in Date Smart as well as exercises to help them do some self-exploration so that they can fall in love with themselves, fall in love with the parts of them that they like, that they love, heal the parts of themselves that they that might not be so strong, accept their imperfections, and thus, get this, Joan, when you really like yourself with all of your imperfections, because you know I'm working on me. I might never get there. I might always be evolving, which, you know, I'm part of that club that knows I will never get there, wherever there is. Mm -hmm. I will always want to evolve and become a better person. And that if we're dating with the intention of having a long-term relationship, which is different. Date smart's not about creating hookups. Anyone can do hookups. I don't believe in most cases that hookups or doing a lifetime of hookups um, is necessarily the most beneficial for one's mental health. But, you know, aside from that, date smart is about dating in ways that will help you form healthy relationships. And where it starts from, again, of course, is growing your self-esteem. And then requiring friendships, that if someone you're dating is not treating you as a friend, that you will not have the foundation for a healthy relationship. If someone you're dating is not treating you with kindness, compassion, and respect, they're not building the genuine friendship that will be necessary for a healthy romantic relationship. 
And that goes back to understanding who you are and valuing yourself. Because when you respect yourself and you love yourself, you will not tolerate that disrespect from someone else. Absolutely. And I love how you, I love how you said that. When you respect yourself, you will not tolerate disrespect from someone else. And I, I, I love that you said that because it's the essence of my work. That it's so hard because of our programming, because of the way we are raised. For many women and men, we are raised to be nurturers, um, to give unconditional love. And sometimes, as a result, we become people pleasers or doormats or take abuse. And there is so much work in learning to stand up for yourself, to have solid boundaries. It's a lot of work. And, and I really want your listeners to, to appreciate that, that if you are somebody who's always been a people pleaser, who's, who's allowed people to disrespect you because what you learned or what you believed was the right thing to do, you don't need to accept that any longer, that the journey in learning to grow inner strength is not necessarily easy, but it's so worth it. Because when you demand that others treat you with respect, you are treating yourself with respect and you are growing self-esteem simply by doing that. And some listeners might be saying, oh, but I don't want to be a rude, aggressive person. It's not about being rude or aggressive. In fact, it's about standing up for yourself with courage, dignity, and respect. Because on the other hand, there are so many people in the dating world, in the relationship world, who feel very entitled, who are bullies or abusers, or, you know, learn from their own parents that, you know, a man can steamroll a woman or the person with the most money gets the most power. And all of those dynamics are things that we need to put in our history and really work to come forward and to cultivate healthy dynamics with our partners, regardless of our history, to take our histories, use what worked for us or our parents, and bring more of that into our lives, and then notice what isn't working, what we might have inherited, and if it's not healthy, do away with it and allow less of that to be in our lives. And all of this, if you're, you know, you're, you're noticing, is about mindfulness. It's about dating with intention. It's about forming relationships with intention. It's about really knowing what your deal breakers are. And for me, it's things like honesty, respect. You'll see they all kind of come back to respect because if you're honest with somebody, you're showing respect for yourself and others kindness, compassion. And one of my favorite quotes from Date Smart is this, honesty matters as much as oxygen. I don't know about you, but I can't breathe in a relationship where honesty is lacking. Honesty lets us feel safe and respected. Honesty is not an option. It's a must. I know a lot of people who go from relationship to relationship, never taking the time to do the work that you're describing. Is it ever a good time for us to just take a time out from dating and just work on ourselves? Is, is that usually a good thing to do from time to time? Oh, Joan, such a good point. Absolutely. There are some people, as you said, people go from relationship, some people go from relationship to relationship without 
looking at their patterns without pausing. And that is a piece that I really hit in Date Smart at the very beginning, that there are times that it's absolutely not just okay, but appropriate to take a time out from dating. Now, somebody might take a time out from dating for a year or two years or five years and say, oh, I took a time out from dating. But if you're not working on your patterns, if you're not doing true self-work, you're going to just jump right back into the dating game the same way you did before. So if somebody wants to take a timeout, and I recommend you know, timeouts, use that timeout to really engage in mindful self-work, whether it's with a psychotherapist or doing bibliotherapy, such as working with Jade Smart or some other type of self-growth book, working with a group. But we do not change in healthy ways unless we pause to look at our past relationships, our past patterns from childhood forward, and really dive into without judgment, without blame. It's not really about the people, right? It's about what we learned from the people, good or not good. It's about the habits that were etched into our into our brains and way of being, be they good or not good. And doing the work during this time out, right? This dating time out to say, wow, you know, this really worked for me. This kind of person really blends well with me or this didn't work for me, and oh, I can see where I picked up my dad's negative habits or my mom's you know, negative habits, and I'm going to do the work so that when I decide to re-enter the dating world, I'm going to enter that dating world more conscious, more aware, and more respectful of myself and others. And again, I think that that takes such effort that some people don't want to do it and they think they'll do better just because they took a time out. And we are such complex people, such complex individuals, and we deserve, we really deserve self-work. I don't see it as a resp- as, as something that's a negative. I love my profession and I really see doing self-work not just as a privilege, but as a responsibility. Because if we don't do our own self-work, we are bound to cause harm to the people in our path. What about when we do all of this work and we feel like we're ready, but we've been so wounded, we've been so hurt by a previous relationship that we're afraid and we still have these walls around us to protect us. How do we tear down those walls? For those who are wounded, and there are many of us you know, who are wounded because we get hurt from childhood forward. And we grow walls as a response to the trauma or the pain or the, you know, lack of love that we've experienced. And so we build walls around us as a coping mechanism to keep ourselves safe. And that's all very understandable because we all, again, want to feel safe. Unfortunately, walls, especially really high castle walls that some of us build around ourselves because of the pain, keep us safe but they also keep love from coming in. And so, again, going back to the importance of psychotherapy and and being a psychologist and being a person who has suffered wounds in my life, I know the importance of working through your wounds, finding a skilled therapist. 
if you can't afford therapy, you know, uh, you know, individual therapy, group work, um, you know, working with self-help books that give you exercises. Yes. I'm, I'm sorry um, about that noise. So I really think that it is so important to really be able to do your work so that you can get the love that you deserve so that you can get the love that you want and so that you can leave your wounds behind you. You will, They will always be there as scars, right? But our scars are different from our wounds. Our scars allow us to move forward in life and say, oh, this happened to me. And I learned from it. And yes, there's this little mark on my arm or this mark on my soul from this experience, but it's healed now. And so it's more black and white. It's not controlling me. And so, yes, life wounds us. Relationship wounds us. Betrayal, you know, one of the biggest relationship wounds is so difficult to move through. But you can do it. I've done it. You can do it. You know, for, I'm speaking to those who have been wounded. And why? Because you deserve it. You deserve to have your wounds tended to so that when you are ready for a relationship, that you move out into that world, maybe with some trepidation, some natural fear, some natural anxiety. Of course, that makes sense that you, you will have your fears, but work through them consciously. And I do this a lot with my clients who are re-entering the dating world after terrible betrayals of all sorts. And I help them grow their self-confidence, which is different from their self-esteem. I also help them grow their self-esteem. And then I help them mindfully step back into the dating world so that they can also learn to notice red flags that arise and really pay attention to the red flags and distinguish between real red flags and their own wounds percolating back up sometimes. And so as they learn how to do that walk into the dating world, into the world of romantic relationships with awareness, knowing that they might still have some, some wounds that aren't fully healed, but using those wounds as messengers, like a feedback loop. I have found that my clients tend to ultimately, the vast majority, find the best relationships of their lives when they take that approach because they've used their wounds and they've healed their wounds and then they go out into the world with more wisdom and more healthy love than ever before. The book is Date Smart, Transform Your Relationships and Love Fearlessly. If you'd like to get more information about Dr. Manley and her work, you can visit drcarlamanley.com. That's D-R, drcarlamanley.com. Dr. Manley, in our final moments, what's the takeaway? What would you like to leave our listeners with? I would say that the most important thing to know is that you are valuable And as you date, know that, hold on to that, hold on to your standards and really trust that when you hold on to your standards and you respect yourself and love yourself, you will ultimately find a partner 
who values you, who sees your light, and will help you become your best selves within the relationship and outside of the relationship. And you deserve that. Dr. Manley, thank you so much for joining us. It has been such a pleasure having you here with us today. Thank you so much for having me. I really enjoy my time with you, and I really hope that your readers feel comforted and filled with hope and joy as a result of listening to our our talk today. Thank you for joining us. I hope you found the show informative. At Change Your Attitude, Change Your Life, we believe that knowledge is power. Take what you've learned, apply it, and live your best life now. Remember that the information provided is the opinion of our guests and should never replace the advice of a professional who knows your personal situation. If you'd like more information, visit our website, cyacyl.com. That stands for Change Your Attitude, Change Your Life. While on our site, listen to past shows on demand, read the digital magazine, sign up for our mailing list, and be sure to follow the show on social media. Until next time, this is Joan Herman. Thanks for tuning in.